Welcome to Homespun Wisdom. Oh no, it isn't. Oh no. It's Honest, Honest convers- Conversations. Oh, yeah. After all those podcasts, we could be forgiven. So, Sarah, do you realise this is getting very, very close to Christmas? Oh, yes. Yes. And, you know, it's a stressful time of year. It can be. Yeah. I don't let it get me stressed. In Honest Conversations, we tackle difficult subjects in a thoughtful and caring manner. That's not what we normally say, but... It's something along those lines, and I don't know whether we actually <laughs> do tackle it in such a way. No, but if you keep telling people things, eventually they might believe you, or you know, just the repetition does uh-uh. quite a lot. Yeah, it's like auto suggestion. Mm. You know, if you tell somebody what something's going to taste like, right, then they they're more likely to taste that. Or if you if there's a bit of sound audio, and you say what what you can hear, they're more likely to hear what you tell them. Uh-huh. Aha the way it works so what i'm hoping is that we can influence our listeners in the same way okay but anyway you know in the in the theme of not doing something Mm. i thought we should tackle the tricky subject of people not being or feeling festive oh yes you know what do you do with those people who really are a bit of a grump and a grouch they just don't want to join in any celebration just wish it would all go away just leave them at home don't never, want to buy, come. never buy you a present. Oh. Just grunt if you give them one. Mm. Unappreciatively. Oh dear. Probably never use the thing you bought them. Leave it on a shelf somewhere. Maybe re-gift it. Re-gift it. It's yeah. what Wham did, isn't it? Is it? Well, they got a heart one Christmas and the very next year they gave it away. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that you are really packing in the annual jokes. <laughs> In, in the last few days of the year, you know, you're really making sure that you get your, your, your quota up. Oh, yes. I'm in competition, though, aren't I? Well, I mean, somebody told me a joke yesterday, you know, said, you know, that, that thing about if at first you don't succeed... Oh, yes. ...try, try again. Yes. Well, it doesn't apply to skydiving, does it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. So, feeling festive. Do you feel festive? Uh, you got a tree? I found one on the street. What? A little plastic one. It's just tucked away in the corner with no yeah. decorations on. Not really what I had in mind. I was hoping for the full works, you know, the baubles, the tinsel, the angel on the top. Well, maybe, hoping, maybe the flashing LEDs. I'm hoping to get a real tree because I pre- prefer a real tree. Prefer a tree. Prefer a fir tree. I've got some lights up I did put up for Christmas. Some That's true, you made a token effort. Yes, and I got a beautiful wreath the other week. Really? Yes. Is that supposed to make you feel happy or sad? Oh wow. I mean, a wreath is what is what you have on funerals. Yeah, it's a sort of funerals. But people do put wreaths on their doors at this time yes. of year. And with, you know, what do they put in? The bits of Christmas tree. Yes. Cones, cones and red baubly things. Yes. And, yeah. I think they're so beautiful and brighten up well, you, you any front door. You you could mention who made this one. Oh, for well, I was going to. My wonderful friend Jane Confino, your oh, wife, you lucky man. My wife, yeah, she is really amazing at so many craft skills. She is. One of which is making the most amazing wreaths, which she does in in an oasis ring. 
Right. Um, you know, not Wham, but Oasis. <laughs> Oasis, for any of, for, Oasis for any of you that don't do flower arranging is, is some sort of foamy stuff, hard foam mm -hmm. that absorbs water and retains water. So she makes this thing and that keeps the... Because she makes real live yes, reeds, not, not, not with dead stuff, but with live stuff. And this therefore keeps them going for quite a long time. And she's been known to sell a few. So if you do want any floral decorations, or oh, she's so crafty with gift wrapping and crafty. cards. Double and crafty. And crafty in both ways. Yeah, <laughs> double fur and double crafty. <laughs> so yes, that really made me feel Christmassy. Mm. And I text my neighbour to say, Mark, you must go down and look at the front door. He rarely leaves his house, but he ventured down and then he rang me in absolute delight. He was like, oh, this is so beautiful and I finally feel Christmassy. Even though he's Jewish, he doesn't normally celebrate Christmas, but he can appreciate. Everyone pay, pays attention to Christmas. Yes, that's it. And you don't have to buy the whole bit, you know. I mean, it, no. it's the Christmas time. The Christmas time, and, you know, Even it. if you're not of that persuasion, and, you know, what difference does it make? Exactly. And that, I think that's one of the ways that people are non-festive, because they say, well, that's not my festival. Well, it is, because it's Christmas time. Christmas time is when we all get around and have arguments as a family <laughs> and give each other presents that nobody wanted or were thoughtless yeah uh, eat too much food watch too much telly yeah um and then try and get back to some sort of spend too much money and you know in the sales mm. and then you know sheer utter relief get back to normality yeah yeah and it's very important that everyone is part of that yes i love sharing other cultures traditions and celebrations yeah in our family we we do diwali Oh, nice. Because of Meenal. Right. And then we do Hanukkah. Okay. Um, because of me and my family. And then we do Christmas. And we do them all. You know, yeah. We love them all. Yeah. The, the thing is that some of them work to lunar cycles and others to solar cycles. Ooh. So the the separation between them is not constant. You know, you can, you can move around a bit because you know what I'm saying, don't you? The, lo the lunar month is 28 days, basically. What I'm trying to say. Right. Okay. So to correct the lunar calendar, do you know how they do that? Well, every two years they have an extra month. A oh, 13th do they? month. Yeah, they have to. Think ah. about it. There's 28 days, right? Every yeah. every year you're losing. I can't even do the maths now. But you know. <laughs> anyway. But they change. They add an extra month. That might be wrong. Maybe every year they do an extra month. Okay. I, I don't know. But anyhow, you celebrate them all. Yeah, of course, because it's a chance for a you know a, a get together, a, a get together, yeah, and um, and food, yeah, and drink, <laughs> but mainly the food. <laughs> so, is there has there been a time where you didn't want to join in anything? Um, you know, not really. I remember we had one bad Christmas because of bad behaviour, mm. something to do with the kids. Oh dear! So they didn't get any presents. I got grumpy. Oh dear! Yeah. But any well, other celebrations throughout the year? Well, yes, you know, we do Easter. Yeah. And with, with lots of Easter egg hunts and things like oh, that. Yes, yes. And uh, we do Halloween, which is quite soon, uh, before Christmas, I mean. Yes. Do the proper pumpkin carving and um, all of that ghoulish stuff. Yeah. We used to have a Valentine's party. Oh, did you? Yeah, but that just seems to happen so quickly after Christmas. You've hardly had a chance to recover from all of that. Right. Before you're already, you know, getting ready. But Valentine's is a, ni Valentine's is a nice uh, festival. 
Yeah. I actually had a bit of an accident. Uh-oh. Um, we had a Valentine's party. I think it was the last one we ever had. Right. <clears throat> and I hurt myself dancing. Daniel. Yeah, my knee dislocated in some Ooh. way. Now that's taken doing, break dancing to the extreme. I was doing the bar mitzvah shuffle. Oh, your classic. And um, which means gyrating everything in a, you know, and the relative proportions of my upper body and my lower body have changed over the years. Uh. Meaning my upper body is now <clears throat> oversized, you see. Mm. And the knees haven't got any stronger over the years. Oh no. Caused a little collapse. You should be doing some ballet then to strengthen the knees. Yes, well, I always have trouble with my knee. <laughs> don't seem to be bank manager about it. He said, what are you doing here? You should go and see a physio. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. I think, um, I think we need to hear from... Leslie you. Gore and It's My Party. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Wow, all that crying at a party. I remember crying for my 21st. Really? Yes, it's Out meant to be a what? big one, Joy isn't or it? Sorrow. Sorrow. I'm not really one to celebrate my, my birthday, but uh, 21, I was still at college, my final year. My parents had sent me a card. Neither of them had signed it, thinking that the other one had signed it. Someone had already put the address on the envelope, and, and it went. And I got an unsigned card. I was like, oh. It really hurts, doesn't it? Yes. So. I remember when they forgot my birthday. Completely. I was coming downstairs thinking, you know, I'm going to get some attention. Yeah. And coming from a large family, that was, you know, one of the rare things you got. Yeah. It reminded me of waiting for pancakes, you know, having all that sibling envy or whatever you know because it takes so long to get them all that second pancake before it gets round to me mm. yeah and they just forgot and then there was this panic station thing you know oh dear yes it is his birthday oh. subsequently i found i had two birth certificates for the 17th and the 18th we always celebrated the 18th but but i, I actually have two birthdays now oh which jane finds very inconvenient because you know on your oh, birthday yeah. you have to be looked after you do indeed um <laughs> I've, got, I've got two birth certificates pinned to the headboard you know just well there's there's a way to solve that yeah just uh start the celebrations when the clocks change well it's probably when i was born actually something you know over midnight because that's how they might have ended up with two versions of Uh, of who i was but you know that that whole idea of um the valentine's thing you know the kiss and make up which Mm -hmm. has two meanings doesn't it yes i mean you, you know it's when you when you bury the hatchet and get on with people yeah or you just kiss and make up Mm. make yourself look attractive or both both. I don't know it's getting complicated but so you don't like your birthday no I do like it but as you get older people become less available 
and I'm just going to sound you don't need to feel sorry for me listeners I'd invite people out to say oh, I'm going to be at this location blah 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 if you want to join me please join me oh, please join me yes to celebrate do you mention you have a large box of Kleenex with you no I say there'll be a, a complimentary drink on arrival that should get them in shouldn't it but no so one year I just I went out no one seemed to be coming and it was I was at a club that I was a member of and I thought well they've got a nice restaurant here I'll sit down and enjoy myself and have a lovely meal and then eventually one person turned up my good old friend Graham and uh, then I didn't feel so bad did he want sex? probably did he get it? no so he had to <laughs> oh dear <sighs> but then other times I feel that guys are are better at turning up for occasions than he, he probably thought you know on your birthday you know you needed um looking after yes he, he definitely did think i needed looking after yeah well you know you, you can imagine that made sense for him to put the effort in you know yeah. the, the chances were the odds were in his favor let's put it that way if only i realized this at the time but now years later looking back yeah, I, I look back on a lot of seductions that I missed out on. You know, mm. I just failed to understand that boots coming up to the mid thigh was a sign of you know interest. Uh, you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah, but we made. Well I, just, just, I, I just thought it was normal gear. You know, I didn't realise that girls made themselves look attractive in in ways like that. Yeah, we'd just but, be better off sitting at home on our own. <laughs> What's the song? What use is sitting alone in your room? We're not joining the cabaret because we're not fun people, like this is saying. <laughs> not feeling festive. Yeah, well, they, you know, some people are. Don't They have memories of bad Christmases. Mm. It's not a time of year when they are automatically cheerful. Yeah. So you want, I guess one has to be sympathetic about this. You know, if you're sort of too cheery and too full of bonhomie yeah. and everything and somebody's clearly not enjoying that, it's even worse for them. Yeah. And it can be the loneliest time of year. Yeah. In fact, we often invite waifs and strays. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the difference between those is, really. But anyway, people that that don't have an obvious place to go. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. it's a lot of work cooking Christmas dinner. It is. And there's always way too much food. So if you've got the space and the table and the chairs, you might as well invite them. Yeah, yeah, and we do, that's and we do that. We always invite a few random people. Oh, that's good. My cleaner today was saying she, as she was leaving, she says, "Oh, do you celebrate Christmas?" I was like, "Oh, yes, just on the day though." <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I do." She goes, "Oh, well, happy Christmas," but she doesn't like. She says, "Oh, I don't really like Christmas." She's like, "It's all the planning, the prepping." all for one day when you can do that any other day of the year and then she was also saying people just get drunk everyone's drunk by eight o'clock i was like wow just yeah, like any other day of the year that's the only way most people can get through the day with people they don't really want to be with yeah on this forced holiday yeah some see it as i mean there's this apparently thanksgiving in america is is more like christmas day here you know it's when it's the day when everyone really has to get together yeah and um and there's always huge rows because americans are very bifurcated bifurcated yeah it's not a rude word it's a great word. Well, it sounds like it could be 
Um, it sounds like they're sort of, you know, in some sort of strange sexual relationship, isn't it? Bifurcated. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> it means split. Right. Going in two directions. Oh. People don't use that word bifurcated much anymore, and there's probably a reason for that. You'd probably get, you know, the trans community coming down. I was down going to say, yeah, <laughs> someone will probably think it's your uh, sexual you orientation. Know. Yeah. Um, but yes, you know, one's Democrat, one's Republican, mm. and they're going to, you know. I mean, I always say you should never have an argument where there are any sharp knives around. You know, I went into Drings, the butchers, the other day, and they wanted to know if I'd been paid for something that I'd done for them, oh. cross-channel services, as I call it. And I said, well, look, even if I haven't, I'm hardly going to raise an issue with that. It was you're sharpening knives over there. You know, <laughs> it's, very, it's very unfair. <laughs> if you don't like something, you know, you've got all the knives, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, just best keep quiet and just deal with it by email. Safer. There we go. But yes, I mean, not feeling festive. Well, I mean, how can you jolly yourself up? Now that's something I want you to think about. Okay. Whilst we hear from our commercial sponsors. Hi, come in. Tony Ingledale here. I just want to tell you all about Tony's afternoon delight on Spectrum on Air. Every Tuesday between two and three p.m. If you want to hear a great mix of music, news of local events, plus theatre news, then this is the place to be. So why not join me every Tuesday between 2 and 3pm here on Spectrum On Air, the colourful voice of radio. Don't be shy, give it a try. Back to the conversation. Here we are, back again. So, Sarah, what do you do to induce a mood of festive cheer, even if you're not really feeling it? What can you do? I try and get people involved in some games. Ah, yes. Yes. Or have a drink <coughs> or turn the music up and encourage them to dance because you can't have boppy music playing and no one dancing yeah but i think you've missed something oh really always obvious okay what you wear you know putting on silly gear christmas jumpers uh. santa stuff reindeer stuff red noses have you got all of this alice bands with with horns on i don't know any of those things you know yeah don't, don't you think that could help yes it could but we need to cover all the times of the year well, that's what we're talking about. Yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, I, so think I, I think we're talking about not feeling festive as in Christmas especially. Christmas especially. that is why you forced me to record this now. Yes. Otherwise, we could have done it any time. You no. broke the sequence. <gasps> you just wanted to squeeze this one in. There we go. As the actress said to the bishop. <laughs> so Actually, yeah. you can't say actress anymore, can you? No. You have to say actor. Yeah, depending then, on who you talk to. And then it's not to. clear about the bishop but do you know what the um, area that a bishop is um, responsible for is called his what I suppose you say mm. her now as well his what region no it's bishopric no yeah it is Daniel that's absurd no it's true bishopric yes <gasps> okay I, I looked it up the other day I had reason to and, you know anyway um <laughs> <laughs> Check that one out, guys. I'm not sure whether What do they put on the telly at this time of year to make you feel more, you know, festive? Oh. Get you in the mood. These rom-coms, these Christmas films. Oh, yeah, of course. Every soap's got a drama happening around Christmas. Do you know what we do religiously? That's a good word. 
on Christmas Eve every year. What do you do? We watch Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Do you know that? Yes. It's great, isn't it? It is a good film. It's actually how Halloween, the Halloween mob, decide to sort of take over Christmas but misunderstand a few of the basics. Okay. And kidnap. Well, I won't give it all away. Spoiler alert. But anyway, it's um, it's a brilliant piece of um, uh, animation. It's actually what they call stop motion, whatever they, where they have to move all the Figurines models to or... tiny amounts and then photograph them and then move them again tiny amounts. And it's yeah. it's a work of love. I think it takes three years to make a film Ooh. like that. And I just can't believe some of the brilliant effects they. they I think there was a chap who started it all called Harry Hausen or Herr Hausen or. He did Jason and the Argonauts, mm. um, which I always thought was called Jason and the Arguments, but that's <laughs> maybe why I grew up so argumentative. Yeah. Oh, I could have grown up being argonautimative, but um, <laughs> instead of which I grew up argumentative. Wow, it's not such a bad thing, unless it's Christmas Day and if it you ruins the seen, whole fun. Well, yeah, you have to show that to your kids. It's when the skeletons come up with swords and carry on. You know, they can't be killed. I, I don't know. It was, it was scary as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so how do you make the party more fun? Well, I um, put on my Christmas jumper. Okay. And there's always that present giving business, isn't there? Yes. You know, when you think about giving a present, is there's a whole way to give a present. Right. I know we talked about that in our Homespun Wisdom podcast. Right. We're not going to go there today, but... You know, you've got to do a bit of a spiel. You've got to present it, yeah. as in, not just give it. And you've got to time it right. Because if somebody's just being deluged with presents, they're just one after the other, they're ripping off the wrapper, you know, the, the wrapping paper, and they're just looking at it and then putting it down, and then eager, you know, that doesn't work. You yeah. have, to, have to have a little break. You have, to, you have to slow things down. You have to talk to them about the thought Look, my sister-in-law did it. this and slowed down the process of my youngest nephew getting his gifts, so much so she forgot to give him the rest of his gifts and she's saying oh i can use last year's gifts for this year and he'd never know bless him he's so young well, you, you, you don't know if you haven't been given a present yeah. i mean jane my wife still manages to fill a, a you know an old pillow case mm. which is painted with their names and lots of decorations on it and there's still the fantasy of santa chewing a mince pie and a carrot and drinking some of the milk uh, which is actually Jane that has to do that uh, um, but they still you know there's, there's no, nobody wants to sort of be the one to say so there's suspended disbelief should we call it yes as opposed to magical reality we've talked about that elsewhere yeah, yeah. I think this is suspended disbelief you know but yeah. you just don't want to say and um, yeah she fills it with all sorts of things you know which have had to change with time as they have grown up mm. so that the toys and nonsense have become you know jars of interesting things you can use when you're cooking yes um you know north african herbs and spices and god knows what they can muck around with and i, I spent a bit of time looking at you know the great taste awards yes i you do know, you can get one star two stars three stars yeah but you can actually search their website well, for the awards, I mean. Okay. By the category, like biscuits or ah. or marmalade or something. And then it and tells you where you can... It tells you who got two stars, three stars, one star, whatever. So I, I was spent a lot of time, wasted time yesterday, looking, chasing up the three-star things. And of course, everyone else had already got there first, you know. So when I went to the website, 
it was sold out. You know, just sold out, sold out, sold out. That was a Harley Davidson. Yeah, it must have been on. Sammy on his. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a bit. You know, so you end up buying the one star stuff because that's oh, all no. that's left. Oh dear. You know, we like. We do like the stars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was actually looking for the most amazing ketchup, for instance. Okay. And, um, and so when you give somebody that most amazing ketchup, you just give it to them, and they don't doesn't mean anything, does it? You mm. have to do a little presentation. Now, look, Samuel, you may not realise this, but I did a lot of research on all the award-winning ketchups, and none of them were available. <laughs> <laughs> so I found this one at the petrol station on the way home. <laughs> Um, yeah but you know they appreciate that you made a bit of an effort yeah and hopefully yes I did buy some that were still you know available it's actually quite cunning you know I noticed that some chap did biscuits that go with drinks and he was award winning and all all the individual packets are gone right the individual flavours but if you bought the four together oh a multi-pack yeah then there there was loads of them and people seem to have missed that just have to try a little bit harder in life yeah don't give up so easily and the other thing i did is i rang and said i got to the checkout and it said discount or coupon code how do i get one of those right and they said well you just have to join our newsletter or you have to do this or that or i can just give you one you know okay so i saved a lot of money i think you know at least the postage at least the postage you know yeah which is a good feeling you know so it's for the postage sometimes is silly like, yeah in so relation to the cost of the thing I, I really hate that so i effectively got my money back oh. by getting a bit of a discount and then you talk to the maker as well i talked to this truffle man you know, I was asking him about how the truffles were going and everything. We had a nice chat. Oh. So when I give them their truffle thing, yeah, I can tell them about it. You see, yeah, that is nice. It wasn't available, but I managed to find this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying I did want to buy that, but it cost far too much money. So here's a lovely <laughs> coal instead. <laughs> Thank you, Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge. Well, you know, of course, that's a character that looms over the whole Christmas period, isn't he? Yeah. Wow, should yeah. we touch on that after a song? No, I want to carry on. Okay. I mean, who are we holding up? Just the Beatles. I mean, who are they? Who are they, really? Yeah. But, uh... Are they, are they the most famous band ever? Can you I still mean, say that now? I don't know. I'm sure there's other numbers, like who's had the most songs sold or downloaded. I'm sure it's... Maybe it's more complicated than that, but the Beatles were the most, you know, sort of important yeah. in changing everything. Yeah, I think together with the Rolling Stones uh, and Elvis Costello, of course. Of course. Of course. There was I mean, an Elvis Costello song about uh, not feeling festive, but it was not available. There you go. Saint Stephen's murder, murderer. Right. Do you know it? No. <gasps> it was a collab with another. You've caught me. Caught me out there. Well, you know what you're going to do when you go home. Yeah, go to the petrol station and see if I can get one. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't available. If everything else fails, go to the petrol station. I mean, yeah, there's lots of confectionery, crisps, yeah, and stuff like that. Yes, I did pick up some confectionery today, and I thought it was an, a good offer because they put a big sticker now only. I was like, oh, let me get that. That that'll be good just to fill up a, a gift. And then I walked away and I saw the offer come up again. I was like, I'm only saving 40p. I'd rather spend that 40p and get it full price. But uh, 
Yeah. You don't like being duped, do you? No. Yeah, that's what's gone wrong with your life. You know, if you'd only been duped more, you'd be so much happier. Oh, maybe. Well, um, all right. I give up. The Beatles. The Beatles. I don't want to spoil the party. Oh, how appropriate. <laughs> It's getting worse, isn't it? Or was that a good one? No. Anyhow. I've given up. I don't want to spoil the party. Well, let's talk about food and drink that puts you in the in the festive spirit. Okay. Festive mood. What is the classic? What are the classics of... No, I'm not, not talking about Christmas Day itself. Just any time around now. Yes. What do people offer you? Mince pie. A mince oh. pie. What sort of drink might they offer you? A mulled wine. A mulled wine. Or a cider. Now that seems quite popular now, mulled yeah. cider. Very. It's new yeah. news to me. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mulled wine, mince pies. Mm. That puts you slightly in the mood, doesn't yes. it? It doesn't... And not everyone likes mince pies, I've discovered. They don't. No. But Some maybe people really don't like all those raisins and sultanery things. Oh, yes. I, I can't understand that because I love them. I yeah. mean, Jane makes them like... She's, what is it, 12 in a batch, and she does maybe, you know, three times that, four times, so 12 times, that's 144, otherwise known as a gross in, in old money. Oh. Do you know about a gross? It's uh, 144. Yeah. It used to have a gross of something. I don't know, does that still exist? I don't think so. Well, you get 1,000 now, don't you? Or yeah. 500 or something. Everything's gone boring. The James Mince Pies are good. They, they're a good... You can put them all in your mouth. Is, she, she even Jane just does it all in one go. <laughs> yeah. And she, she nurtures her mince meat from year to year. Yeah. Going down and pouring alcohol in from time to time. Uh -huh. So by the time they're ready, you yeah. know, maybe three or four years after she started... Right. They're super alcoholic Ooh. and delicious yeah. and moist. My fr other friend made some mince pies and hers were like a deep dish mince pie. Oh, that's too much. It was quite a lot. I mean, so less pastry, more mince meat filling. In, in. No, there's still more, there's more pastry because it's thick. It was... Oh, the pastry was thick. Well, there was I more I thought you meant the cavity was deeper so you could just load more mince meat in. It was also. Right. I thought she was giving me a, a mini uh, steak and kidney pie to start <laughs> with. I was like, oh, a little starter. But then I was like, oh, a mince pie. It was, it, yeah, it was good though. So what other drinks um, bring to mind? Bailey's on ice, nice and Christmassy. Is that, is that, isn't that just all year, isn't that? It is 24, 7, 3, 6, 5. But some people just have it at Christmas. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Is there a Christmas version of Bailey's? Do you, wow. do you put some, yeah, what are you, aren't you making something? Yes. What, what? 
I saw on uh, Sunday brunch a lovely cocktail called the Grasshopper, but they'd used Kendall's mint liqueur, which they probably bought somewhere up in the Lake Kendall District. Is a good guess. Yes, in the Lake District. Yeah, that's because there's Kendall. There's Kendall no Lake. There's Kendall mint, mint cake, yeah. which is the sort of thing that trekkers take with them when they need energy. Yeah. I always thought it was a Mars bar, but anyway, you know, apparently you can take Kendall mint cake, which is incredibly sweet. Yes. And not available at all good supermarkets. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You'll get sued for something later on, you know, <laughs> having given you diabetes or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so then I found a modified version, which is Bailey's, one shot, or four if you're me, uh, Mint liqueur, creme de menthe, menthe? Creme de mont. Creme de mont. Yeah, one of those French <clears throat> liqueurs, yes. And a shot of vodka. <clears throat> Shake it all mm. up, grate some chocolate on top, maybe <clears throat> dip the rim of the glass into some sugar and cocoa powder and <clears throat> slurp it up. Sounds like a liquid after eight to me. Perfect way to describe it, Daniel. I've got it in one. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's rather delicious. Well, people are having cocktails rather than puddings these days. Mm. You know, there was a like, Christmas pudding. They're all cocktail. having those espresso martinis, aren't they? And gingerbread espresso martinis. I saw one recipe for. Yeah. Yeah. So these, these are definitely going to put you in, in the mood. Or, or to sleep. Or to sleep. <laughs> But is that what people do who don't go out and join the celebrations? They've got their mince pie, even though they're anti-Christmas. Yeah. They've got their their Baileys on ice. And they sit there with their lovely tartan slippers on, their Christmas onesie or jumper. <coughs> and they go, bloody hell Christmas. But they're waiting for the Queen's speech. And the Morecambe and Wise show. And the Morecambe and Wise show. Yeah, the Queen's speech. Yeah, yeah. They, there's some sort of structure to their day. You know, they can yeah. just get through. To, she's always at three o'clock, isn't she? Is yeah. that because you're supposed to have finished your lunch then? Because in our family, it's never... Oh, we, we don't start till gone two. Same. And we're going to be eating. We have to watch it on catch up or something but you you hear on the news you know what she's been talking about yeah what the message the christmas message yeah could that put you in the mood could could madge get you out of your your, your sort of depression and raise your spirits no no <laughs> especially this year can you oh it's going to be another dreary so we've lived another year oh with yeah covid and this is you know i've been saying <clears throat> And we have to learn to live with this thing. I mean, it's not, not a very cheery message. But it's not so... How can I say this? I had an argument with somebody last night in Cecil Court. I was there having mince pies uh-huh. and drinking and listening to carols. Beautiful. With all those people that run the antiquarian bookshops and all the nice places along Cecil Court. And this chap was saying how many people had died, you know. And of course it is tragic, but... I said, what about the road accidents? Because, you know, they're usually young people. Now, if you measure the tragedy by how many years they didn't live of a normal life expectancy, yeah, you know, the average age of people who die on the road is 25. Oh, God. So let's call it 60 years they've had lopped off. Yeah. Some of them might have been virgins, I was saying. Oh. Maybe the accident was caused whilst they were trying to, you know, deal with that. You never know, do you? You never know. I mean, <laughs> it's 
dangerous doing two things at once. <laughs> and um, yeah, and, and, and old people should always have a dignified way to go. Mm. You know, that's the most important thing I think. With having said things, yeah, with family and in the right circumstances, holding somebody's hand, yeah, <clears throat> ideally after their birthday, in in their sleep, yeah. But you know, when you're old, you and you've had a good life. If you've been robbed of a year or two, provided it's been, and the worst thing about COVID is people that weren't allowed to do any of these things, right? Were on their own and all that. That's the terrible bit. It is. Um, you know, then it, it's it's very sad, but it's not the same tragedy as people ripped from life in their prime. Yeah, who stepped outside and, who, and yeah, and who might still be day. virgins, like I said. You know, mm, yeah. um, that, that's a slightly whimsical thing to say, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I, I think that... Um, but touching on old people... It's not very festive, is it? No. But you say those who've been I mean, virgins and died, there are some old people who don't have children. Yeah. And then, so they have a very quiet Christmas. Well, they might be invited by other family. Well, you'd hope so. Yeah, but I mean, if you're on your own, it's quite hard to do it all isn't mm. it I mean it's, it's a lot of work if you do all that nonsense yeah. and there are no small turkeys I suppose you have to have a chicken if you want to eat or something else altogether yeah but no I just want to say if you know your neighbour is on their own just pop a card in or take a mince pie round yep and just give the festive nod even if they they don't want to be celebrating Christmas and they say they're quite happy on their own no one's really ever happy on their own come on now I'll tell you one thing that Jane does what which does has do? a dramatic effect on cheering people up right, you know that? you get a lot of parcels delivered at this time of year because people do a lot of online shopping yes and they're always coming to the door and in a hurry and blah 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 and they're, they're the unsung heroes these guys that drive around in vans yeah and so she keeps a lot of chocolate Santas they're oh. wrapped in foil she buys I don't know quite a lot of them around right. Christmas and then if somebody comes to the door particularly the postman or, or the guy from DP, DPD who's mm. always the same guy isn't it oh. I mean, he has his area you know, oh okay so yeah you know they always say Zach or somebody will be you know dropping things off at a certain time it personalises it yeah so when he comes you give him a a Christmas a chocolate Christmas Santa that is very and thoughtful. they do love it yeah puts an you know instant smile on their face it's not a big thing but yeah and I think this is really making the point you know that Christmas maybe is a time of year when you can um, make sure that people are feeling noticed, loved, you know, appreciated, mm. and you just take a bit of time. I mean, Jane wraps up a few mince pies in a little box that she's got some catering type boxes. She bought a whole ton of them, yeah. and she just puts a few mince pies, ties them up with a ribbon, and gives them to people. And you know, she had a chat last night with a homeless guy outside the Coliseum in London, in St Martin's Lane. Uh, who um, he was outside they are showing the Nutcracker yeah and he had written something in chalk on the pavement about the Nutcracker and she went and had a chat with him and I think she might even have some mince pies on her that she just keeps <laughs> you know, to give to the deserving folk yeah well look um, do you think there's any mince pie adverts coming up could you imagine what does Mr Kipling make exceedingly good cakes <laughs> let's see Hello, I'm a bronze advertisement, here, on, Spectrum on Air. I'm played, once an hour. Not as good as, silver, or gold packages.
but very inexpensive, designed for the company on a budget. Go on, give it a try. Back to the conversation. So you mentioned going out for some carols. I too yeah. was going to go to a Christmas carol sing-along. And actually... Does that put you in the mood? Oh, yes. A bit of carol singing. And normally they serve homemade mince pies there. But the last time I went, which I don't think I went last year because of all this COVID business, they cancelled it. But the year before, they served shop-bought mince pies. So I went round trying to find the manager. Which shop? Oh, they're probably unbranded. (laughs) There's a difference between, you know, Waitrose and... um, Actually, no, it's not true. It's little and often come up top you know these discounters often come up uh, top in the mince pie three they know there's going to be a competition for mince pie, best mince pie yeah know? and so they, they actually you know make special efforts to make the best ones because then people will think better of all of their merchandise yeah because they actually came out high on the mince pie oh, mistakes yeah. but when you say carol singing mm. i mean i'm married to jane so you know jane singing no one talks about that do they what, Jane's singing? Well, there's about carols singing, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, not everyone's got a carol, you know. They haven't. Carols are hard to find these days. <laughs> no one's called carol anymore, are they? My cousin's called carol. Really? Yeah. Does she sing? She does sing, yeah. Well, she <laughs> so, did sing, yeah. So carol, carol singing. Carol, carol singing. <laughs> but, uh, we, we've had a lot of doubles this in this episode, and we? we had fur, fur, <laughs> carol, carol, and well, there was another one. Oh, I forget what it was in all the excitement. Oh, wow, this is us just always coming out with great one-liners, <laughs> and then we forget. So we, we, we're trying to get rid of those po-faced people. Yeah. Well, not, not get rid of them, but we're trying to you know, bring them in so we, we can we can dress them mm-hmm. and drape trin- <laughs> drape salt <laughs> around their, their neck. That's a quick one, you know. Yeah. Or a sort of silly hat, you know, like a Santa hat. Yeah. Um, Christmas cards, of course, you didn't mention that, but you know, oh. if people send Christmas cards, you can display them in all sorts of yeah. interesting ways to show how popular you are. How many friends? Not very. How many, how many friends you haven't got? <laughs> you can eat, eat mince pies with uh, mulled wine. Yeah. Um, you can buy and give presents, which. Yeah. Maybe you've had a chance to think about. Mm. There's so many ways that you can you can attempt to move people. You can watch good yeah. stuff on tele. Yeah. Um, a bit of entertainment because you don't go out so much, do you? No. At that time of year. No. It's always. I actually booked to go to the Panto at Christmas. Uh, oh at Greenwich. no! Really in Greenwich? Yeah. Did you? I yeah, was going to do the classic. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> but you did. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I'm. Just, I miscued that, didn't I? Oh, it's I okay. should have let you. Yeah. Have you been to it yet? <laughs> it's behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Panto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know it's so booked up? I didn't think about it because we've got these friends, family, yeah. in-laws coming from America. I didn't really know if they'd like a Panto. I thought, Pan- Americans don't really know about no, exactly. Panto. So yeah. I thought this has to be part of their education. Yeah. When I went to book it, there was very little left. Did really? you manage to get tickets? Yeah, I managed to get six tickets in three disconnected twos. So right. Speak. But you know what I'm going to do when we get there? So it's, it's two it's in the same position, but right. rows behind each other with a gap. Oh, okay. And so I'm just going to talk to the people in the way and just say, do you mind swapping? You know, Right. Because everyone likes to be closer, don't they? Yeah. It's a bit like on an aeroplane. If you say, would you like to sit in the aisle from being in the middle? Mm. Most people would say yes, wouldn't they? Most people would, yes. Yeah. 
but not everyone. But and by next week, some people might be pervy and, and like being in the middle. By next week, and hope they can fall asleep on your. Yes, by next week, they might have had some return tickets, so you might need might not need to do some reshuffling when you attend. No, no, I, I will say you know, we're a family group, but we couldn't get together. Do you mind? Uh, you know, just swapping. Yeah. And if you swap them down nearer the stage, they'll be right about it. There we go. I mean, yeah. no one, no one ever said no to that. No, I'm actually going to a panto tomorrow. Really? Yes, yeah, just a small one. It's a tiny theatre by London Bridge. One of my agents. If you were the um, the horse, would you be the front or the back? Oh, I'd definitely be the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is that supposed to be the better place? <laughs> I wouldn't have to do my makeup every night. <laughs> just a few squats, and I'm well on the way. <laughs> <laughs> and that can put you in the mood, a good panto. You know. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what you need to do is just reconnect with the child. And you, you know, I'd like to think that most people have a good memory of Christmas as a child because mm. you get spoiled and it's very exciting and you can't sleep at yeah. night and you haven't sussed out that it's all a fraud and a con, yeah. the first big lie. And um, yeah, you know, you get presents and all that. You know, yeah. I know it's not great for everybody and money can be tight and so whatever that present can be you know might not be so but you know sometimes having a small number of thoughtful things rather than a ton of stupid stuff is is a better idea anyway oh yes yeah and um so yes i mean most child i'd like to think most people have a good childhood memory mm. of christmas yeah. and then it all goes wrong somewhere doesn't it yes but then you have to get back together again for new year's eve and everyone puts on a that's true. <laughs> everyone puts on a brave face, don't they? Do they? Well, some people do. Luckily, yeah. our family's quite okay. But yeah. then, uh, yes, some you know, all aren't so and so's come in. She's not spoken to Roger for. How good are you at getting people snapped <clears throat> out of moods? Uh, Somebody's in a bit of a mood and a bit of a, you know, having a bit of a hissy or just grumpy or just not communicative. You know, being quiet and just sullen. How do you do? You say, "What's the do it on me?" I don't. I never ask what's the matter. Okay, I'm gonna do it on you. Okay. What happened, sir, Sarah? What happened? Well, you wouldn't blimmin' believe it. I was coming out. No one really wants to ask me what's happened because I will just. Don't tell know. them what, what happened but some people just go oh no nothing i'm fine yeah i'm okay leave me alone oh clearly you're not yeah you actually have to push them mm. through the barrier yeah um and um tickle them oh, or do, do something yeah oh. maybe throw water in their face i know that sounds a bit shocking yeah but it works have you seen all those movies where somebody throws something at you yeah i mean yes, you know, i have yeah i always remember robert de niro mm. was in a band what was that film where he was in you know he was a, a band leader i think it was based on real life and they went they were traveling and they had terrible relations you know there was, the tensions were huge right and at one point they were really sullen he just picks up something and smashes it you know and You're that, not thinking of the British film Brassed Off? No, I think, well, I think it happens a lot in movies. I think right. it's, it's a it's a technique that they have, you know, okay. to, to break the spell of something which is just sort of you know too depressing for words. Yeah, somebody gets up, picks up something, and smashes it. Ah, oh, yeah. In that 
does actually work. Well, I've just, I recall <clears throat> saying to someone who I'd invited along for the festivities of the day, they were dragging their heels behind and really being a really grumpy bum. And I said to them, I was like, you better pull yourself together because I have put so much effort into this well, You're guilt-tripping them now. No, I'm that just telling the, well, the no, fact. No, no, that, that is guilt-tripping. Is it guilt-tripping? It doesn't work. It did work. <clears throat> okay. Yes. I, well, did I feel bad for it? No. Did the day get better? It certainly did. I'm one of those who are like, you will have fun because I say <laughs> you will have fun. <laughs> I order you to have fun. <laughs> if I'm having fun, that means clearly everyone else is having fun. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you, can't, you can't legislate for some stuff. But, no. um, but yeah, I think there are techniques for yeah. breaking you know, the, the mood if it's gone sort of rather stale. Yeah. And um, just getting snapping everybody out of it. Sometimes mm. you need to do that. Yeah. Maybe just taking your clothes off would be another way. Maybe. Word association goes down well in our house. Yeah. There's a game where you find a rhythm. There, um, we, we did mention board games and party yes. games and, you know. And even just explaining the game is such a nightmare that everyone's laughing before the game has actually begun. And I used it on a, I was doing a job on the South Bank. It's pouring down with rain, and we're outside. In a oh yeah, and everyone was a bit down in the dumps. So I was like, guys, I've got a game for us to play, and instantly, yeah, fun was had. The mood changed. The well, mood I hope that um, somewhere in all this nonsense that we unstructured nonsense that we've been talking, uh, very patient, long-suffering listeners have managed to extract something of practical value i was just getting warmed up daniel well do you know what time is up what if we Tempus say to nick we've fugit. made it a two hour show <laughs> nick would not be amused yeah. who are we listening to to see us on our way we are going to sign off with the waitresses and christmas wrapping well all of you have a most merry christmas and a prosperous new year until next time bye for now